bartender. Another whiskey sour. It's extra sour. You're running out your tab, you know. This is the last one. You can't just decide I'm running out my tab, man. You just—you can't—you can't decide that. All right. Okay. Any more stories? That last one was awesome. I love that bit about the birds selling their nest. I don't know. I think the storytellers are all gone. Maybe I can tell one. <clears throat> Once upon a time. Um, oh, no offense, but uh, I, I like I cannot listen to a whole story from that voice. I mean, no offense, but it's terrible to listen to. Oh, no offense. None taken. Anyone else have a story? Maybe I can be of assistance. And who are you? You don't look like you have any real stories. And what do you mean by that, real stories? I... You don't look world-weary, you know? Any stories you tell would just be... Just be made up. And what's wrong with that? All the best stories are true. I mean, who wants to listen to someone just making things up out of nowhere? That's a good point. Let me try something out. A man is returning from war to be with his wife. He hasn't seen their child since his wife gave birth, so he's asked the carriage driver to make haste on the journey home. The driver is traveling so quickly, however, that he fails to notice a nail falling out of the shaft connecting the cart to the horses. In a fit, the horses run off, and the carriage, now out of control, goes careening down a hill towards the tall, deadly drop of a cliff. Barman, I'd like a large mead, please. Um, well? Well what? Oh, you know what? What about the man uh, in the carriage? Is he okay? Yeah, does he make it home to his wife? Does he get to see his kid? There is no kid. There is no wife. There is no man in the carriage. I made it up. It's all fake. Okay. All right. I see your point. Well, as it happens, I do have one story, and this one is true. Well, mostly. I can hear the gold coming in now. Another whiskey sour, sir? The first whisperings that something was wrong came from the Dragonborn. Rumors began to creep out of taverns and shops. The High Elves of Galanthus began reporting abnormalities in the underlying magic powering their pocket dimension. Even the dwarves deep in their minds were affected. Their expeditions below the earth were interrupted by deep earthquakes, floods, and sudden hordes of strange, otherworldly creatures. Lastly, it was the White Spire that came forward, forced to admit that they had, indeed, been detecting powerful vibrations in the magical membrane binding the world together. Some say it was their humiliation in not noticing it sooner. Maybe if they had come forward sooner, they would have been spared. The day the White Spire made their findings public, the vibrations grew strong enough to form a tear in reality itself. This tear opened underneath the White Spire in Glane, the jewel of the East, swallowing it whole. Not long after this, tears such as this began appearing everywhere. All over Drunkeros, structures large and small began going missing. Buildings, statues, even people. No one knew what was causing these tears in reality. Drunkeros is a sprawling and diverse place, but 
nowhere is more diverse than Tidtown. Years before, under the supervision of Cheryl Mellencamp, Tidtown established itself as a safe haven for all sorts of creatures deemed otherwise odd. At first, it was a town of monsters cast out from society, particularly during the demon apocalypse. As time went on, more and more sorts of beings were drawn to Tidtown's open and accepting culture. Individuals from even more traditional races, such as dwarves and humans, found themselves a home in Tidtown. It's also grown into a respectable city, no longer the scrambled-together hamlet it once was. Despite this, it still remained rather isolated from the world at large. As such, not much news has yet reached the city. Citizens have, of course, heard the rumors of the strange reality tears, but no one has seen one for themselves. Although, based on the rate at which this phenomenon is spreading, it's only a matter of time before Tidtown 2 has to deal with this themselves. I am playing Bryphil Lathanra, mm. and uh, I am a wood elf with a sage background druid. I've been wandering the land for a while now. I may have heard a little bit of just rumors about the these happenings with these tears all over the area. Mm-hmm. And one day on my journeys, I uh, came across Tidtown, and uh, I've heard about it from days of old and thought I would uh, live there for a while and kind of learn about its inhabitants. And so uh, I moved up to the edge of town and, and gathered mud from the banks of the nearest river and built a little mud hut with a little uh, smoke thing for the fire for the firing in the middle and, and uh that is where i set up shop and and essentially during my days i just would go out and gather uh material components and things i use for my uh, druidic spells uh out in the uh, the areas around and uh kind of been getting to know the various folks all and around the town because uh, i've been out on this on out on my own for a bit too long this 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 recently and so i thought it'd be good to get back and start socializing again so it's been a little bit of an adjustment for me but uh but i think uh it's it's going well and people people seem to uh not be wary of me people seem to 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 like me from my perspective so okay great so I'll, I'll say that one day while you're uh, out, you know, kind of scavenging for materials and, and, you know, wandering around the woods, you find in one of, your, one of the places that you kind of have, have gone to a few times because they have, you know, they have a, a nice supply of, of something that you need particularly. There's, uh, you find a, actually a slip of paper that's been pinned to a tree. Huh. It, uh, it, presuming that you read it, <laughs> uh, it... Uh, informs you that uh, you should meet behind the broken statue later tonight. Oh, interesting. Uh, I take a look at it, read it over, and uh, pocket it and think about, maybe I'll do that. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Uh, I will be playing Frankie Flamedown. He's... uh... He's a, a middle-aged man, but has a look of uh, being a, a, a lot long, uh, you know, a lot longer in the tooth, a lot higher up in years. He's uh, uh, spent a lot of time in the military and various guards around, and was um, became disenfranchised with some corruption that he ran into. Uh, so much so that he started fighting back against it and got into some bad places with that uh, in and amongst his quote-unquote people. Um, he he uh, spent uh, some time drifting kind of place to place across Drunkeros and uh, fell in with a, a, a man who never really revealed his name um, but offered him, offered Frankie a way to right some of these wrongs that Frankie was seeing and um, gave him the, uh, the powers to curse those who he felt were, were doing wrong by people in and around uh, where he was and where he was traveling to. He spends a lot of his, his days kind of sleeping because he's up a lot of the night, which is where a lot of crime and punishment uh, sometimes occurs, um, and uses the power of this, uh, who he found as a fiend, uh, someone from the Underdark or uh, somewhere more nefarious in the name that actually is relevant to to the story. He he travels around and has uh, like this, he, he doesn't use a you know, normal longsword or dagger or anything like that. He's got a whip. Uh, which is where we find him now, um, outside his outside his small shack, just on kind of the outskirts of Tidtown. It's um, he's oiling the whip uh, as he does every week or so, just to make sure that it gives the right crack and rings out and uh, sparking fear into his enemies. Um, you gotta oil the whip at least once. You gotta, a week. you gotta. Otherwise, it cracks. Yeah, and it uh, it really it doesn't do what you want it to do. Uh, so that's where we find Frankie, just sitting in a in a, in a rocking chair out on the front porch of his uh, his little shack, um, prepping his his weapons and making sure that he has everything ready for for his patrol 
his unofficial patrol of Tidtown, just making sure everybody is uh, everybody's doing what they set out to do. And uh, he, he was drawn to Tidtown because there are a lot of people and a lot of uh, diff- from different backgrounds who kind of f- has flocked here, but all seem to be, um, at least for the most part, as far as he's seen, trying to do good by themselves and those around them. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, would he? Would uh, there perhaps be a river by his, uh, oh, his yeah. little home? Home. Yeah, you there? gotta be by the All river right. to wash up after a night like he has. And uh, yeah, it's very yeah. scenic. You gotta. It's met. It's it's symbolic. You have to let the let the river wash away uh, your past and everything like that. So, exactly. Uh, you're sitting out by your rocking chair, and uh, you know you're just watching as the as the you know the waves roll by, and you actually see a um, there's a bottle that's uh, floating along the river and it kind of comes to a rest right in front of right in front of a little you know bit of branches and twigs in the, in the river right in front of your right in front of your home there yeah not one to pass up a, a message in a bottle opportunity he certainly scurries down uh, and yes he scurries he scurries is, <laughs> is, is the way i would describe he moves he's a rat kid yes yeah, obviously. Uh, a, Spoilers. <laughs> he, uh, he, he moves down and goes and grabs it, uh, picks it, opens it, and sees what's inside. All right. Uh, you open it up, and it's a note. Uh, it doesn't, it's not addressed to anyone. It just uh, says to uh, meet at behind the broken statue later tonight. Uh, he it w- it would normally be out kind of w- walking the streets of Titown anyways, so it's, well... Uh, can't hurt to swing by, see what's going on. So I am Inaka Brightfist Muthaliaga, a Goliath fighter. Wow, what a name. <laughs> Brightfist, as she is known by her friends, uh, grew up uh, in the mountains like most Goliaths. There was a big landslide, got displaced, and Goliath culture is pretty intense. And she found that it wasn't uh, quite for her. So she ended up joining kind of a small private army called the Hellhounds of Lord Baab. She found that structure and that sort of ordered life was actually perfect for her. Um, Unfortunately, army was disbanded. Bit of a corporate takeover in the structure of uh, Lord Baab's realm. And now she's kind of just searching for that same camaraderie and uh, kinship that she found in the army. So she is staying in like basically a rooming house because that was sort of the closest she could get to being in barracks again and being around her fellow warriors, although the other guests in this guest house are not what one would describe as warriors, but she's doing her best with, you know, um, arm wrestling competitions in the kitchen and trying to do some training with them to kind of get them up to snuff, but they're just humoring her. Are they more teens on spring break? No, I'd say more like retirees on retiring. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. One day, Braidfish, I'll beat you in our wrestling. <laughs> well, if you just keep working. You just keep on working, and I think you keep lifting those soup cans, and um, you're going to do it. All right, I'll do it. You're never too young to uh, become a world-class arm wrestler. Totally, and I give him kind of like a, a punch on the arm, but it's, it is much too hard. Oh, 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 oh I'm sorry. I, I, 
Next, I'll, I'll try and pull it even more. That was like 10%, but I'll try and get it to like a 7. Uh, all right, so you, uh, you spend some time, you're out, uh, you know, talking to people and, and all that, and you uh, are... At, at some point, you're going to make it back up to uh, your room where you're, where you're staying, and you find it, this actually, it's going to be taped uh, to the back of your door, so it's the inside of your room, is you have um, a note that uh, it's not addressed to anyone, but uh, it's written out, and um, you know, reading it, it, it says to meet uh, tonight uh, at the broken statue. This is just what I've been waiting for. I'm playing Briprap. He's a bullywug uh, monk. He's getting on in the years a little bit. Uh, uh, the already sizable belly has, has gotten a little bit sizabler. His uh, uh, throat pouch is going gray a little bit. Um, he still has his uh, uh, short jean shorts, but he's added an air of authenticity with a little bit of a, a, a jean jacket uh, uh, with cutoff sleeves and stuff like that. Bripraff kind of views himself as the town's hero, so he feels like he doesn't really need to do other stuff. He tried to do the adventuring thing and then didn't quite work out, so he came back to Tidtown and decided just to, well, surely they would welcome him back with open arms and, you know, he wouldn't have to, you know, pay for drinks here or room and board there. It didn't quite go that way, so now he's just kind of vibing. Uh, you know, he's, he's, he's maybe a annoyance to some, um, a hero to many, I'd say, but he's probably just, uh, hanging out, uh, near the river, uh, enjoying a fine, uh, Tidtownian mead, I'd say, and just sort of like muttering and, uh, uh, uh throwing stones across the pond and, and so forth and so on. All right. Uh, so you find yourself you're throwing these stones, and uh, they're they're kind of skipping a little bit. And uh, that, was, that was the good one. That's the good one. The river it's a little thin where you are. You can kind of see the bottom. Mm-hmm. And after you throw enough stones, you kind of notice that they have actually landed in such a way that they seem to be spelling something out in the rocks. I, yeah, I mean, I, I investigate and uh, I glare uh, warningly at my mead bottle. Uh, surely I'm uh, losing my vision, I guess, but I, 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 I will go check it out. This is going to sound rude. Burt Bap can read, right? Is that How dare you? <laughs> I'm sorry. I just need to know. I just need to know. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> He's a bullywog, and I don't, I don't know if bullywogs How have... How dare you? Of course he can't read. No, he can read. <laughs> okay. <laughs> of course. All right. Yeah, so he, he can tell that the, uh, the rocks, as they're, they're kind of spelling, it's very rough. It's, not, it's obviously not like a yeah. nice font or anything, but it seems to be uh, spelling out that it wants you to meet behind the broken statue later tonight. I look at one of the sort of um, hopping around river frogs, and I, I use my slight ability to speak to frogs and toads. I'm like, you uh, you uh, seeing this, or is this just me? Seeing what? So the letter, the the letters, and I pick them up and kind of like dunk them underwater. You seeing that, or it's a rock? Whatever, I'm still doing it. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, everyone in Tidtown, of course, knows the story of the broken statue. Uh, years and years ago, there were these legendary heroes, um, Cheryl, of course, and her uh, loving husband, Steve. 
uh, Steve Mellencamp, who everyone, you know, great hero, saved the world more than once. Then there were some shenanigans that took place with Steve and Tidtown that uh, the the members of Tidtown don't like to talk or think about. And so <laughs> while it's important to remember history, we don't always need to have statues up about, you know, evil historical figures that have done bad things. We don't need to commemorate people in that way. So true. And so the statue of Steve was removed uh, from from the center of Tidtown. Of course, Cheryl is still uh, Cheryl and baby Zena. There's one uh, baby Zena is there as well. Um, and it's the two of them, but the one of the one of Steve has been removed and, and thrown out back into the forests uh, <laughs> behind Tidtown. So uh, you're all familiar with the idea of the broken statue. Nobody really knew what to do with it or how to get rid of it, so you just kind of tossed it into the forest. Nice. And uh, so it's nighttime, and uh, it's you know on the on the on the brisk of night, it's you know dusk or or yeah dusk, and uh, you're you sh- you all presumably meet up uh, at this broken statue. So I come walking around, and, and my dress, my attire, is, is kind of like a small basket-woven bowl that I wear as, like, a hat. I'm, uh, what am I? Yeah, I'm Elf. That's right. What Elf? Um, so uh, my shirt looks like if, if you had, like, a bunch of dried banana leaves just, like, draped mm. all over. So that's what my, my entire shirt looks like. And then just standard leather leather pants and, you know, uh, wrap shoes whatever what is it whatever's appropriate for the days and of course i got my satchel full of all sorts of junk and things hanging yeah, off a real a, a real classic jumanji look <laughs> yeah you know what there you go jumanji guy that's right uh, robin williams um <laughs> all right so i go i come wandering around uh, uh looking around behind the statue is anyone else there? You you probably find uh, you probably find Frankie uh, leaning up against the statue just out of sight, uh, 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 and then as you're looking around, and Frankie uh, he again is uh, kind of looks a little older, uh, appears a little older, uh, balding, but kind of like the P- Picard, uh, mm. but a little longer than Picard, as if they allowed him to uh, grow it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and then that rolls down his chin and up into the, this his handlebar mustache. Hell yeah! And uh, his attire, he wears uh, a studded leather armor over a an older, worn, like tan collared shirt and and very brown, just brown and black traveler's pants um, and big um, walking through the muck in the swamp kind of boots. And on on the armor, you see um, there is a, like an insignia in a couple different places of uh, what looks like just like a flame that's encircled with a whip. He sees you kind of come around the corner, rather heard you come, you know, coming up. Uh, so, someone someone left me a note here. Oh, I thought it was you. I thought it was you. Uh, yeah, I got a note, too. Um, uh, has anyone been here? Now you definitely hear me approaching. Brightfist is not hey. is not stealthy. She's <laughs> a big old gal. She's like uh, seven foot eight. Jesus, and has um, long white hair. Her skin is really dark, and she has uh, sort of red uh, facial tattoos. And you can kind of maybe see some other tattoos sticking out under uh, her furs and chain armor. And just she is uh, intimidating. In a word, mm. she is. Just a big old giant walking muscle. Ah, uh, bright fist. It's good to see you. Uh, so what? What do you need? Do you? Why are we meeting here? Did you send me a note? Mm. I got a note. It was in my room. Yeah, yeah. 
from one of you? Not. You're both here, so hi. No. Yeah, also. Hi, great to see you. Yeah. Great, um, good to see you, Bright Fist. No, we also received, no, mine was like a message in the bottle, like a romantic, oh, like rendezvous. Whoa. Wow. Don't let anybody in here oh, now. Oh, no. Brip rap. <laughs> brip rap. Oh, look at this. Oh, here comes trouble. Okay, so <laughs> it wasn't us three. It must have been Brip Rap looking for a party. Yeah. It makes sense. Makes sense. Okay, so Brip Rap, you. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. And yeah. No, the river was talking to me. It spelled. Uh, Wait, what? Uh, broken statue in the, the rocks. Like in a r- message in a bottle? Like Frankie got? Yeah. No, no, no. Little, little stones I was throwing out there. Yeah. When life gives you message, you follow it. That's what I say. <laughs> so wait, you, you threw the stones and wrote the message. Yeah. And then followed the message. So you wrote the message to us all, obviously. Okay, good. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Oh. No, I didn't do that. I I, uh, I, I wouldn't have done that. No, not at all. Not at all. Oh. Well, that sounds... Well, thank you for thinking that I have the organizational skills uh, to do all that. Well... Uh, you, you seem so. What's up? See, is this is this it? Do 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 we win? Just a little get together. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, there's probably gonna be like 20 more people. I guess we might want to just wait. Yeah. Yeah. We've been showing up one by one. So yeah, I guess we'll just. I hand my hollowed out gourd of Tidtown mead. Like, well, don't want to pass the time. You yeah. Know? yeah. Oh, take a swig. Uh, looking around, as I was probably there a little bit earlier than everybody else, did we do? I see any additional uh, messages, notices, uh, more bottles? Yeah, nothing that uh, nothing that stood out. You didn't see anybody come by. You didn't see anything uh, un- uncouth, uh, as they say. So there wasn't anything else to uh, to to note. Yeah, so you you wait around for a little bit, um, and then nobody else seems to be showing up. So uh, you might be thinking, you know, maybe you know this was all just nonsense, and you know sh- maybe we should just go home. But we're not gonna, you know, how how much longer are we gonna wait? Some prank from some kids, yeah. you know. Brip hmm. rap. What's your what's your meat taste like? I just took a swig. I like to get the special kind that has a little bit of lavender mm. and. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's a little bit of hot hot sauce. Yeah, <laughs> that's what that is. Cuts cuts at the back. Mm. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of a, a kick at the tail end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I make sure to buy all the uh, stuff that doesn't sell, uh, the special stuff they keep in the back. Right. It's uh, they leave it just for me. It's pretty pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, that's that's this is great. Look, I mean, even if no one shows up, it was great just seeing y'all, seeing everyone. Yeah. I mean, it's it great being me. <laughs> I mean, uh, hella perks, am I right? Uh, that's what everyone says around town. Everyone yeah, says it's great I mean, being Brit Rap. Yeah, that's what they say. Uh, the, the old, old, one of the terrorists is coming. <laughs> but, well, I, I, mean, I guess uh, if so, nobody else is coming, I should probably do my rounds. And oh, yeah. Uh, Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And there's uh, suddenly a deep rumbling sound. Uh. And uh, time actually seems to slow down. As next to you, underneath the statue, a dull green glow begins to emanate. The glow gets bigger and bigger, and it looks like it's forming a crack in the earth. Uh-oh. It suddenly wrenches itself open, and a force pushes everyone back. Uh, as you collect yourself and stand up, you can see into this crack, and inside is a swirling void. It looks kind of like obsidian. It's purple and black mixed together. Uh, there's a low thrumming sound coming from this void. As you stare, trying to make sense of what you're looking at, something seems to be moving inside. The swirling void comes to a point in the middle, a point that grows slightly bigger and bigger, and it's forming a shape. And after a few seconds, that shape is launched out of the void and lands in front of you. And you can see that it is a bird. Oh, well, yes. <laughs> yeah, Brightfist's weapon is drawn for sure. Hey, easy, Brightfist. It's just a bird. It's just a bird. It's okay. uh, w- what weapon is it again? Sorry. Like a long sword? Great sword. Cool. Uh, what si- sorry, what size a bird? You might have said it. I, might have, I missed it. Uh, it is a bird. It is, um, it's not a huge bird, but it's not a tiny little thing. It, it fell onto the ground, and now it's kind of like trying to stand up and kind of get get its feet. And it, it says like, oh, oh, hello, sorry, yes. Oh, well, but what's happening here? What's all this then? Who's, who are, who's all these people? What's going on here? Uh, uh, are you okay? First of all, are you okay, bird? Oh, yes, I, th- I, think, I'm, I think I'm fine. I'm looking around. I'm, I've got both, both my wings, uh, two, two feet still. Yes, that's good. That's good. Uh, time is time is returned uh, to normal. Okay. There still is a kind of crack uh, that's there, and the statue has actually sunken into this thing, and the broken statue is now is now gone. Well, we were wondering what to do with that, so it's actually kind of so. Thank you, I guess. Thank you. A bigger event space, really. Yeah, you know, there's another piece like about 100 feet that way. Yeah, yeah, little bird friend, go over there and. Uh... It's uh, it has some cool moss on it. It's pretty cool to find when you're just walking, but but uh, we don't need it there. Yes, yeah, sorry, sorry. Um, I d- actually didn't. Uh, I didn't. I didn't mean to do that. Uh, that was an accident. That was an accident, actually. Um, listen, I'm I'm in a bit of a bind. I, I need. We'll do it. Eight hundred gold. Oh, okay. Well, I haven't I haven't got I haven't got I haven't got any money. 
Okay. Well, uh, Liv, I do, I do, I do need some help. Uh, as a matter of fact, you I, got a I deal. Take a, I take, <laughs> all right. Well. Okay. Great. Uh, I guess I can count one in. Um, I, I take it you've noticed these 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 portals. Yeah. Her, heard about them. Yeah. Yeah. The the tears. Well. Yeah. Listen. Listen. I'm gonna gonna be honest. It's uh, it's kind of my fault. Yeah. Sorry about that. I, I didn't mean. I didn't mean for them to be all up in your business, but things... So, things... can I can I stab him now? Sure. Uh, please, wait, wait, with the stabbing, hold well, off, hold off, no. With it's the a talking bird, that's interesting, I think. All right, all right. Okay. Before before we go, before we get all stabby, uh, yes, uh, things things sort of went a bit pear-shaped, and, well, uh, uh, what, I really, really, what I really need right now are some strong adventurers. Do you know of any? We'll do it. Okay, great. We we've got one. <laughs> Still got the one. Yeah, I'm cu- I'm curious about you know what what do you need? A little more detail. Well, you see, and then uh, before he's able to uh, say anything else, there are actually uh, three more figures that are uh, thrust out of the portal and land in front of you. Uh, they appear to be kind of oldish statues uh, of. More like suits of armor, really. Mm. Uh, but they're definitely weathered. Uh, some One of them is, like, missing, you know, an arm. And they're definitely not... Uh, they don't have anyone in them. They're just, they're just these statues. And uh, the the bird kind of um, flutters a bit and is flapping its wings and, and says, Ah, help! And then flies uh, behind you. And the, the three suits of armor uh, draw their weapons. They all have swords. Oh, come on. <laughs> and we will... Roll for initiative. Uh, Brip Rap got a 22. Wow. Four. Uh, 10 for Bright Fist, even though she was ready. Got distracted, I guess. <laughs> Talking bird. Analysis paralysis. Like, I could smash him like this. I could crash him like that. Bryfell got 13. Yeah. So uh, first is going to be Brip Rap. All right. So there's three statue creatures that appear to be moving? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, Rap kind of goes to kick off uh, the old statue, realizes it's, it's not there, and kind of like catches himself midair and sways forward and uh, shoots his tongue out and tries to punch at the first one. Oh, shit. Um, I haven't played Rap for I don't know how long. So it's, it's been a, it's been a hot minute. Give me one second to see if I have anything to turn my uh, freaking uh, twelve. Well, does, uh, a twelve to turn my twelve into uh, something else, I guess. Uh, twelve does not hit. So okay. if, well, if, I'm glad uh, it didn't because I actually got an eleven. Um, okay, eleven also weirdly does not hit. Perfect, perfect, perfect. I don't think I can do anything. Maybe um, maybe, maybe ten. <laughs> I got a ten. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I can slow fall. Oh, that's cool. I can take a bonus action of unarmed strike, which is also, uh, I'm going to say, also my tongue, but I'm not entirely sure if that's how it works. Who cares? Ooh, baby. That's much better. That's like 25 or something. 25 or something hits. Uh, so, yep, you uh, you hit this thing. Um, all right. That is 1d6 plus 4. Um, yeah. Hell yeah. That's 8 total bludgeoning damage as my... Tongue whips out and does three pop 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 uh, against their 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 face, and then I'm gonna use uh, fury of blows. Uh, nope, can't do that. Sorry. Um, and uh, I I can't. I don't have two bonus actions, so I'm not gonna do it. But sick. That's my turn. 
And whoever's next to go next, I'm done. I'm totally done. It is uh, now Brayfell's turn. All right, Brayfell, you just see he just reaches behind him and pulls out this gnarled quarter staff, just basically a stick picked up uh, from the woods. Uh, he whispers uh, to the stick, pulls from his pocket, looks like a dandelion, and he takes the dandelion and smashes it into the uh, into the stick, just smears it, and. What he has done is he has cast uh, the cantrip Shalala. <laughs> so essentially, that is beefed up. His weapon is now magical. Uh, and uh, when he goes to do the attack, it's a plus seven uh, to hit and he gets additional bonuses. So he goes to the same armor that Brip-Rap's tongue hit and is going to do some damage stacking. And he goes and swings at it. He got a total of 24 versus AC. Dang. Yep, that'll hit. And the total damage on that is going to be, and this is bludgeoning, that is uh, 11 bludgeoning damage on that one. Woof. And he's just going to stay put. All right. Uh, This armor doesn't have a face, but it would be looking sad if it did. Right. Uh, and it's actually going to be this uh, this uh, suit of armor's turn, and it's going to uh, take a sword, and it's gonna. Uh, did you move? Uh, I'm adjacent. Okay, so yeah, it's gonna it's gonna swing swing a sword sword at you, uh, and it's probably gonna hit, assuming that a twenty four hits. Absolutely does. Good night, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, David. It's been great having you on. Let's see how much damage it's gonna do. I'm hoping a lot. I mean. I'm hoping not a lot. Come on, Alex, don't. Come on. It's it's David's birthday. <laughs> it's only it's only it's only gonna do a nineteen. It's only gonna do a nineteen damage to you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it didn't hurt bad, but you see <laughs> tears down my face. Huh. Roll deception. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh we next go to Brightfist. Uh so Brightfist pulls out her greatsword, which you can see has written on it property of the hellhounds of Lord Bob. So she maybe took a little <laughs> little souvenir. Awesome. Uh, she's got two attacks. You want me to roll those same time? Uh yeah, sure. Joe. Uh eleven and a seventeen. Uh the seventeen will hit. Perfect. And I'm going to be attacking a different one. Okay. I want I want to get my own. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, that is an eight damage. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Uh, and is that it? I think that's it. It's, uh, it's now this, uh, suit of armor's turn, and it's gonna go for, it's gonna swing a sword at you, uh, Bright Fist, for having just, uh, you know, hit it. It's fair. Uh, and it's, it's not gonna, it's not gonna roll well. I think that's gonna be a 15. Yeah, no, that won't work. Okay. <laughs> You're so weak. There's not even anybody in there. <laughs> <laughs> There's no muscle mass. And now it is Frankie's turn. Can I see on the armor any sort of insignia or 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 runes or anything that gives any sort of historical or world reference to who what these might be? Uh, it doesn't have anything uh noticeable on it on it yet. Um. Yeah, you can't see anything just yet. Uh, and as they were proceeding forward, did they uh, look like they were moving towards us or to the bird? Mm. They were initially uh, moving towards the bird, but uh, it's not, the bird is now behind the group, and so it's moving towards you in general. But it seemed to be focused on the bird. 
Awesome. I would like to make sure I'm positioned between the bird and uh, the, ar- the suits of armor. Um, and okay. I brandish my whip. <laughs> and as I do, I cast uh, Green Flame Blade on it. Hell yeah. Uh, and it lights up with this, uh, this, this flickering light that just goes down the entire uh, run of it. Uh, which is an action, so remains the only thing I can do for the moment, but I am between the bird and any. Wow. It looks dope as fuck. Like, it's just it does look dope. Yeah. I'm looking at my stupid stick, and I'm pretty, pretty mad. <laughs> it's a cool <laughs> stick now with dandelion. Hey, now, yeah. it's a shillelagh now. <laughs> that's right, that's right. And looking dope is, as we all know, much better than actually doing damage, so yeah. very good. <laughs> I think so. Um... <laughs> Uh. All right, there's one there's one more suit of armor. It's going to step up and it's going to go for uh it's going to go after the one with the large green glowing whip and it's going to swing a sword at you. And oh man. It's only going to get an 11. 11. Ooh, that hits. That hits. Doesn't hit. Crap. That does not hit. Okay. Good well, for you, I guess. If you say so. Uh and that is going to bring us to the bird as a matter of fact Ooh. and the bird is going to uh, attempt to do something here it's going to ask for a cracker <laughs> <laughs> it's going to surprise attack us from behind ah! <laughs> tricked ya <laughs> so the the bird is going to point uh towards towards the towards the suit of armor and say listen listen here listen here you 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 wanker you you hollow all right, you've got nothing. You got nothing going on in there, and it's uh, casting vicious mockery. Hell yeah! Uh, and so it has to do a wisdom saving throw, which it will do, and it's not very wise, and it is going to fail. So it's going to take some psychic damage. It's going to take ten psychic damage. Nice. And it's doing that to the third one that uh, just went. Okay, and that brings us to the top of the round, so we're back up to Britbrap. Hey, what's up? I realized I have two attack actions, so this time uh, Britbrap's out of... uh out of uh, he's he's out of practice, a little rusty, you know. Didn't mm-hmm. want to take all the glory for himself, y'all. Yeah. Uh, 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 um, uh, uh, Carla, how old is Bright Fist? Uh, third, like mid thirties. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So young as hell. Um, yeah, super young. So yeah, I guess uh, like time to show you kids how to do it. <laughs> and then he looks over at uh, Frankie, like, well, you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he does the exact same thing. I want to punch the one that we've all been punching the most mm-hmm. um, with my tongue. Blech. Oh, that's a natural 20. That's the first one. We're Woo-hoo. all screaming. Woo-hoo. Natural 20 does not hit. Natural Ugh. 20 does not hit. Variable armor. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, so 2d6 plus 4. Oh, freaking crap. That's less than I got last time. 7. <laughs> okay, okay, well. Seven to nine. It's not. It's not the worst. And I just remembered earlier that I can. I think legally I should use my flurry of blows now, because not that it super matters per se. But uh, I'm going to use one of my key points. And seeing that my tongue hit strong, uh, I pull myself in and do uh, many, many kicks with my feeties against this thing. And I do flurry of blows. Oh, uh, that's that. That's a bad roll. Shit. Uh, okay, so I got an 11 again, and and like like a 6 or something like that. So my flurry of blows went really bad, and I feel bad for doing it. Uh, but then I'm going to take my second attack action. Uh, set, uh, twerp, uh, 19. 19 hits. Cool. 
Uh, and that is six damage, one less than my crit. Six damage. As I go in and use my tongue. And uh, since I am a drunken master monk, I am going to um, sashay away because I used (laughs) uh, freaking flurry of blows. So I'm able to disengage for freezies. And I think I have one more bonus attack. I have no fucking idea. I'm going to roll it. Uh, before before you attack this one and before you sashay away, mm. uh, you do kill this thing. Hell so, yeah. Okay. Uh, you can definitely dance away from it if you want. I go to like uh, whip my tongue through it as I'm sashaying to get one more final blow. And as it like crumples, uh, I, I, I kind of like take the momentum and come around and uh, slap the one that Bright Fist attacked. <laughs> For my bonus action, and that's yet another 11. This this dice usually does me good, and it's doing okay. A lot of 11s, but I'm not going to judge it too harshly on that. And then I'll, I will run back and make sure Bright Fist and pretty much everyone else is, is in the way. I might even stand behind the bird. I might stand behind the bird. Provides a lot of cover, that bird. Ugh, these things are tough. <laughs> so we will move to uh, Brayfell. Bright Fist, are you... Uh, how close do you think you are uh, to me? I think close. I think, yeah, like... Ne- right next to each other? I think so, because we are both, like, right up in there, so. Yeah, because we both went straight up to two different armor, so yeah. so I guess, Alex, if they're right near each other, then I will be side by side if that's okay. Yeah, if that's yeah, cool yeah. with you. I imagine everyone's pretty close. All right, cool. I uh, reach into my pocket, and I pull out this old-looking, like, chunk of bark, and I lay it on your shoulder, Bright Fist, <laughs> and the bark just uh, just kind of, like, grows. It's not scary. Ugh. You probably have seen this happen before, but it essentially just grows all over you. It's kind of like Iron Man's armor. Suddenly, you've got this extra layer of armor as bark skin is just pulled up and kind of covered you all the way uh, from uh, you know head to toe. So you're uh, actually shoot. This might have been a waste because <laughs> I don't know what your AC is. I did it anyway. It's it's pretty high. <laughs> your AC goes down to fifteen. You're welcome. <laughs> Your AC can't go be less than 16, and so I do that, and I'm like, crap, I forgot what your armor cl- or how tough it is. So this might help, I don't know, but your AC can't be lower than 16, regardless of whatever kind of armor you're wearing. If we go so, swimming, it could help. And I'm like, I give you an eye. I'm not actually, actually asking AC, but I'm like, did that? Was that a waste? But anyway, I focus <laughs> back in on what I'm doing, and um, uh, that was my action. Uh, next step I'll do, I, I look down and I see some... Uh, some pebbles on the ground there and uh you just hear me kind of whisper and uh spit a little spittle down onto these these rocks and you see the rocks kind of glow a little bit there at my feet that is it for my action cool all right uh we would go to the first uh armor but it has been it has been decommissioned what's up uh, so we'll move to bright fist oh, oh. <laughs> hey, thanks buddy that it's kind of kind of kind of tingly <laughs> i feel i think um yeah, it's, it's going to help. Totally. It's totally going to help. Good, 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 good. It doesn't help. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to... Oh, Jesus. Some dice are going to jail. <laughs> um, it impeded your attack. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the attacks were a nine. Oh, and a 16? 16 do anything for you? A 16... A 16 will hit. Okay, great. Uh, so, no. Roll all the dice. 11, 15 damage. Whoa, okay. Is this, was this uh, the second one, uh, the one that you were hitting before? Yes. Okay. Why don't I action surge? Why not? 
Why don't you? So that's going to give me uh, an additional action. So two more attacks. Cool. Oh, that's half better. 26. A 26 hits. And a 10. A uh, 10 does not. Uh, 10 damage. Okay, so it's still it's still standing there, but it's probably got uh, one of its legs has fallen off, and so it's it's trying to keep itself upright on one leg. Um, and it's gonna it's gonna go, and it's uh it's gonna try to it's gonna try to it's gonna try to swing a sword at you. Shocker! And it's gonna swing a sword at you, and it's gonna get a six six twenty two. Twenty two? Yeah. A six six twenty two? Yeah, six. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, just a twenty two. Okay, that does that does. <laughs> That's it. over sixteen. That is quite a bit over 16. It is over, uh, just just a little, just a little. So it's going to do uh, 12 damage. And now we go to Frankie. Uh, I'm going to use my whip on the first one. How far away is the other alive one? Uh, I'd say it's probably about 10 feet if it's, uh, you know, if it's on the other side of the, well, it might be more like 15 if you have, if you've positioned yourself back to where the bird is and it, it moved back past the party, so I'll say 15 feet. Uh, so I will move to hit it. Uh, that's a 14 on the die plus mm. four, so that's 18. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to give 1d4 plus three plus a d8 of fire damage. Ooh. Uh, so that's going to be four uh, plus four, so that's eight total damage. Five of it, or four of it is fire. And you said this was the uh, the third one that hasn't been hit as yeah. much. Okay. And I have uh, two attacks per action, so I'm going to do that again. Okay. Uh, that's a 19 plus four. You got him. And same thing again. Uh, it's going to be eight, 11 damage this time, four of which is fire. Uh, so yeah, whips crack out twice uh, and like flames kind of illuminate inside the armor looking so badass because that's what I'm, what I'm all about. Just make sure I remain positioned between the bird and them. Mm-hmm. It kind of shrugs at you in like a what the hell kind of way. <laughs> yeah, and so now, well, it's actually its turn, so it's going to move. It's going to get, it, it's not going to go for uh, you, uh, Frankie, because you're a little further than it likes, but it will go for uh, Bright Fist as the largest and arguably scariest uh, that it sees. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to try to attack you. It's going to get a 17. That will not hit. That is not hit. Okay, uh, then that will take us to uh, that will take us to the bird. The bird Ooh. is going to uh, point again and say, "Look, look! We've already got one of one of you. We've already got one. You're bloody next mate." <laughs> it's gonna cast vicious mockery once again, uh, and that is going to be a six psychic damage to this thing, and this is going for the third one as well. All right. And so now we're uh, back up at the top of the round, and we're back at Brit Brap. Uh, since I attacked so many times, I, was, I just went ahead and uh, pre-rolled to save some time, because that's what monks attack 36 times. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got an 11, a 10, and a 7. So... Ooh, none of those. I'm sorry. Cool. Uh, Do it okay, Brit Brap? No. <laughs> this happens to us all. It's okay. It's- haven't seen action in a while. It's been, you know, you got to get back into the swing of things. Wait, it's it's not a yeah. He kind of like swings it around, and it's like 
maybe Brit Brap wants to also be cool with a whip and he's throwing his tongue around, but it's way too much flair and it swings all around and goes nowhere around it. It may, it might look cool. That's probably for the audience to decide. Definitely. Definitely looks cool. Yeah. yeah you're, I, I imagine you're holding your tongue like it's a whip and you're yes. flinging it. And yes. It's, uh, yes. It's just not, not how you're used to using it. So uh, we're going to move to Brafia, Brafel. Um, rap, I think they may have like special defense against tongue or something. I don't know. I'm doing my, I'm doing my best. All right, well, keep it up. Uh, uh, Brayfield just winds up and just like a batter, he steps over and attacks the same one that Brightfist has been attacking. Uh, and I rolled a natural 20. Mm. My total Woo-hoo. damage on this attack, magical bl- bludgeoning damage, is 17 damage on this one. Oh, okay, well. And uh, tell me what it looks like when you kill this thing. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. I swing as hard as I can at this thing like a, like a baseball you know, batter guy. Mm. I know sports. And I just hit this thing and this, the armor just explodes apart in all these different pieces. And then you see, you know, since you're kind of hulking out, raging out, I kind of like look over at you a little bit afraid. Like, I didn't mean to kill it. I was going to leave it for you. But then I'm like pointing at the other one. Look, look, look. And that's it. <laughs> nice. Okay, and uh, that will take us to Brightfist's turn. It's okay. I, I'm I'm totally delighted to kill that other one. Uh, 26 and a 10 again. That'll hit, yeah. Nine damage. Nine damage. All right, now tell me what it looks like when you kill this thing. Woo! I think I chop through the middle, but somehow the sound effect as it scatters is like uh, when you hit a strike in bowling. Mm, mm-hmm, <laughs> I'm not sure how the how that quite works since it's metal, but... All right, well, that's all three of them down, and, uh, you know, the the bird is going to flutter now into the middle of the group and say, ah, well, 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 I'll be damned. You all seem to be... You all seem to be pretty strong adventurers. Uh, hold, hold, hold on one, one second, bird, one second. Uh, I walk over to where I spit earlier, and there was, there was some stones down there. I pick the three that are glowing up, and I toss them one at a time, and they make little grenade sounds as they go hit the ground over there. Didn't want you to get hurt. Sorry, bird. Uh, that's, that's pretty cool. Thank you. Much appreciated. Much obliged. I, I, I do fly. I don't know how, how, how much I would have been wandering around, but, but I do appreciate the gesture. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Anyway, your uh, quest is solved. You're welcome. Yes. Well, unfortunately, uh, things quite aren't that simple. See, uh, those were just uh, sentries. They were sent out to collect, well, me, um, and and to the end of uh, bringing me back so that I could be, say, uh, killed or perhaps imprisoned in some capacity. Oh. Uh, things that, things that, things that I don't like personally. What did you do? Well, well, you know, a, a bit of light meddling. Uh, shenanigans, uh, chicanery, if you will, with the uh, with the uh, mechanism that uh, well, it was meant to be. You know, long story, very complicated. Long and short of it is, portals all around. Didn't mean to do it. Um, people are a bit mad about it, a bit pissed, if you will. Yeah. Uh, and uh, now I've got I've got to set it right. Is the thing. And so here's 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 the long and short of it. All right. What we need to do, uh-huh. all of us, if you're willing. Which I presume you're willing. Yeah. You're very strong. Fix your problem. You obviously like a fight. This one. He points to Brit Brap and he says, "This you. You seem. You seem ready to go." I slap my belly. Yeah. There. There's the big guy. Uh. And uh, we're going through this portal here, and uh, we'll go back. This is back where I came from. Uh. We'll shut it down. We'll just. We'll just turn it off. We'll make it all go away, and then everything will be hunky dory. Uh-huh. There we go. Off we pop. Well, Here we go. Where did you come from? And well, it's never that easy. Yeah. It's, 
Are you from here, Drunkeros? Well, here, here, there, uh, wherever, you know. What, what, what do you say? A bit of an adventure, right? It's a loud crack of the whip <laughs> <laughs> as the flame goes out and he starts rolling it back up. Well, uh, all right, all right. Well, so it's it's a bit far. It's a bit farther than you've probably been. You probably heard of, but it's 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 you know it's it's just another it's just another place where where people like yourself we all get together and we try to come up with ways that we can make the world a better place, right? You know, you, you, you like making the world a better place. You're adventurers. Strong adventurers, right? Uh, yeah. And I want to throw a rock into the rift to see what happens. Uh, it kind of sinks into this, this void and gets, you know, smaller and smaller until you can't see it anymore. But you don't, you uh, don't see where it... All right, fuck it. Uh, I want to walk towards the, the void and walk in as though I'm walking into a pool. Ah, see there? We got one. <laughs> There's one. Riprap way. Oh, damn it. Well, I guess we have to at least get Riprap back. Okay, but I have one very important question. Yeah, yeah, you, the, the large one. Uh, could you just maybe, just, um, what's your name ah, even? I yeah. like to kind of... Of course, right, my name. If I'm going to go maybe die protecting someone, I at least want to, like, be a little, a little familiar. You're, you're, a, with... you're a sharp one. You're a sharp one, I say. Uh, the name's Harry. Very nice to meet you. Uh, and you, you might be? Um, you can call me Brightfist. Brightfist. All right. I'm getting a little Australian. It's fine, though. <laughs> don't worry about it. He's from here. He's from there. He's from everywhere. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's right. You don't, you don't know where I'm from, love. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so he's going to kind of motion towards the portal. Brit Ramp has already kind of made his way portal ways. So I don't know how yeah. everyone else is feeling. Uh, can you, how, how will we get back? Just, just wanting to know, because oh yes, well, the machine is what it does. It's meant to, it's meant to uh, kind of move people around without having to traverse large distances. A time saver, you see. Ah, uh, thing, thing is, it's gone, it's gone a bit, it's gone a bit, you know, uh, tits up, as they say. Mm-hmm. And uh, so now, now we're just trying to get things, set things right. So once it's back to normal, I'll be able to just uh, pop you on off back to All back right. to where? Where are we? Where is this place? Tid Town. This is a uh, Tid Town. Yeah, yeah. Ah, t- love Tid Town. Love it. One of my favorites. Beautiful place. All right. I, I, I roll an insight on him just to see if there's anything malicious. Thank God. I was like, this guy's lying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, rolled a f- I rolled a four, so it's an eight. Okay. There you go. <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah, I trust you, man. All right, cool. He, 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 he seems to be saying that Tid Town is a lovely place. Uh-huh. All right. All right. All right. Just, you know, don't, don't screw us over. Um. Frankie, I mean... Up me? Have I ever done you wrong? Me best mate. What's your name? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my name's Brayfell. And, uh, Brayfell. Yeah. Lovely name. Yeah. Lovely name. Yeah. Beautiful city. Come on, Harry. We gotta go get our friend back. All right, all right, all right, all right. Okay. Yeah. I'm going. I trust him. I mean, I rolled a four. All right, so I walk on in. <laughs> yeah, bright fist as well. What does he mean by roll a four? I don't understand. <laughs> all right. <laughs> and, uh... Uh, Harry the bird uh, flutters flutters in after you. So is that everybody? Has everyone uh, gone through the portal? Yeah, yeah, we're ripped apart. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. And that's the end of the campaign. <laughs> um, so yep you you kind of uh, you're falling into this void, and it seems to be just kind of this just overwhelming sense of just blackness and purple. Kind of just Whoa. everything is phasing in and out. You can't really see anything. And uh, it kind of starts to fade away, and you find yourself in another place. Uh-oh. So here's what you see. 
it is in front. You're standing at the base of a giant castle. Uh, it's an old, you know, fantasy-ass castle. It's uh, big, made of stone and everything. Uh, and you're standing at the the kind of the the front gates of it, and so it's kind of a raised platform. Uh, there's steps that lead up to the doors, and that's where you are. Uh, behind you, where where there would be ground, what you see is like it's not it's not grass. It's this white kind of just faded, just kind of misty kind of thing. And it's very strange. You've never seen anything like it. And there's nothing else other than this castle for, I mean, as far as you can see, it just kind of fades off into the horizon. But in front of you is this castle, large stone doors in front of you. And there's also a wooden chest on the ground. It's broken. It's open. It's broken. It's just uh, laying next to the doors. I want to rifle through it. And that's probably where you see me when you guys get there a minute or two later. Or maybe three years later. Who knows how time works? <laughs> Who knows? You never know. Uh, there's nothing in the chest. There's some dust. Has the bird arrived as well? Uh, yes, the bir- Harry the bird uh, uh, sh- kind of appears uh, after you. As you're moving through the portal, you kind of uh, fall down into the ground. You're kind of launched. It's like a, kind of forceful as you're flung through it, but you, you land softly. You're not going to take any damage or anything like that. Mm. Yeah, so... I wouldn't take damage regardless because being a monk and stuff. It's a monk thing. Mm-hmm. Rip rap. Usually, you wait for people to come. You know, make a decision before you walk through because time. I found a box. There's nothing in it. And uh, uh, did we? What's happening? Yeah, Rip rap is ten years older. All <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my teeth fell out. Uh, what's happening is the bird fucked it up, and now we're here. That's, that's a bit strong language, isn't it? Well, okay, the bird took liberties with a with a tear, portal tear device. There you go, there you go. And that causes causing all the tears and for people to go missing. Well, I hate that. Exactly. I want to get down and pick the bird up ah. in between my hands and say, we all make mistakes, and that's ah. what makes us better. Go well. on. And I, I toss him up in the air. Ah, well, thank you. Mis- mistakes, also strong word. We don't know if I would quite quite put it in those terms, but uh, yeah, no- non non intentional uh, happenstances that were uh, ac- accidents. Accidents is a good one. Yes. So you make an accident. You take you you do an accident. You do yes. You do an, you accident, do an accident, and then yes. they try to kill you. In a matter of speaking. It wouldn't be the first time, mate. Oh, <laughs> there it is. Found it. Okay. Yep. Uh, so, so who's they, and where are we with all this stuff? And is this a castle? We got to go into there and save the uh, whatever. And yep. Uh, so, quick, quick summary. Uh, my castle. This is my castle. Oh. Uh, and we, uh, the, the the machines, the you know, the sentries that came out. Uh, those were mine. They were meant to be uh, protectors, um, to keep me safe from invaders, uh, rival kind of inventors, things like that. Uh-huh. But uh, you know, I'm not. I'm not. Look, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. All right. I'm not very good. I'm not very good. I, I sometimes, you know, everyone, everyone has, everyone makes mistakes. Everyone has those days, as mm-hmm. as as the as the bards tell. Mm-hmm. So uh, we uh, 
We, we might have to deal with a little bit of that, but it's fine, right? What it's were fine. you trying to do before you did this uh, r- riff thing? Well, I mean, the riff thing was 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 the thing, wasn't it? I was trying to get trying to trying to build up this uh, mechanism that would uh, a transporter mechanism, as I call it, uh, a trans a tra- a tel a tel a teleport, as I call it. Ah, yeah, a teleport, because you tell where what port you'd like to go to. You can teleport's already a word, but okay. Oh yeah, I guess it is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna learn that. I'm gonna learn that spell, you know, eventually. But, uh, but I do have a question for you. How'd you get the notes to us all? Because I'm assuming that was you. What's that now? How'd you get the notes? Hmm. How'd you write? What? What? Did you write us the notes? I haven't. I haven't the foggiest, mate. What you on about? You didn't come in my room and tape it to the back of the door. Look, and... I only just met you a couple minutes ago. Maybe we should have asked this before we went through. Yeah, well... That's a great point. You all should have asked that. We should have. It's all very strained, isn't it? Really, we're here to get Brit back. Uh, and I guess find out who wrote who wrote a lovely note and sent it down the river. Um, uh, but yeah, no, we were there because... You or somebody wrote a note that sent us. Well, not, not me. We can all agree on that. Yeah. I show him a note. I show him the note. Is this your handwriting? I've got. What, what, what hands do you see, mate? And he holds his wings out. You invent riff thingies that it would be rude of us not to think you can write. Well, I use my beak, don't I? Yeah. Is this your beak writing? Did you put these stones in the river? And I show him the stones all jumbled up. <laughs> Uh, look, there's, um, you look around, you see any stones, you see any stones, mate, that could be, that could be flinging into rivers? No, there's no stones. Okay. It's all, it's all a bit of mist, isn't it? Well, okay, so, shit, I've got, I've got something for stones, uh, if you're gonna, don't lose those, if there's no stones around here, that kind of screws one of my, oh, you can, you can have mine, all oh, right, cool. I don't care. Dump, dump on my bag. Yeah, those, those, those are some good stones. You wanna you wanna hang on to those. So should we just go into your castle and um, flip a switch? Are there more of those uh, stone things or? Uh... Well, I can't promise there won't be quite a few. Actually, I can promise that there will be quite a few of those. Uh, quite a few of those uh, sentries uh, hanging about. But listen, a bit of stealth, a bit of sneaking about, a bit of faff. Uh, we'll be able to pop in and out uh, sit quick as you like. I can do that. And uh, it w- it'll be uh, Bob's your uncle, right? As I say. Huh. Probably not this one, though. And I, I, I punch Bright Fist and the abs a little bit. Oh, big clank, clank. <laughs> All right. Well, off we pop. And uh, he starts. Wait, wait, we are going in. Okay. Fuck. Yeah. Hey, Fra- Frankie, uh, I can't understand most of what this guy's saying, so I'll just follow your lead. <laughs> yeah, no, he's he's uh, bad news, okay. and he's <laughs> going to lead us to our death, uh, but I'll take care of him if it comes to it. Okay. Um, before we do go, uh, maybe uh, it would be a good idea, could we just take like an hour break, like lunch break? Uh, I need to rest up a little bit, because that one... Hit me pretty pretty hard, and I show you a big old gash on my. Oh, wow! So I just need need a little bit of little bit of rest time if uh, everyone's cool with that. Uh, sure, whatever. Yeah, well, uh, probably be uh, probably rooms inside we could uh, room up in, but if you'd rather out here, I would wait. much rather out here before walking inside. Yeah, the 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 creatures as you like. And and what's the deal with this box? I sit down next to the box. Oh, that's just a bit. That's just a bit of rubbish, isn't it? Hmm. All right. 
I overturned the box and I sit on that as my chair. Yeah, this this uh, place has gone a bit uh, gone a bit the way the way of the parrot, as they say uh, in in Birdland. It's just a little bird thing we say, uh, and it's uh, it, it it needs a bit of a cleanup. But uh, we'll we'll deal with that after we get we get. So Harry, we're waiting here. Uh, yeah, you you buy this castle? Is it's you know you inherited it? Like how long has it been in your family? Oh, it's been well. The bird lifespan is about um, ten years, so hasn't been in the family long. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, we've have grown up here. Uh, me, li- me little egg was hatched right in right in this castle, <laughs> and uh, yeah. Wow, wow. Alex, were the statues bird sized? Like you said, they like were suits of armor, or as like suits of armor. They they were suits of armor that a uh, traditionally sized humanoid would would don. Got it. So, did you get like cursed and turned to a bird or something? Because those statue things were like uh, big. Yeah, no, 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 not at all. I've been uh, been a bird all me life, all me, uh, all me eight year life. Um, wow, eight years. Wow. We only live till ten years. I say. Uh, I'm a bit old, bit long in the tooth. Now I will do an insight check. Let's go. Shit. Okay, I can't use this dice anymore. Only roll sevens. Uh, nine. Uh, he, yeah, he seems to be saying that he's an eight-year-old bird. I trust him. <laughs> he's a little say the old boy. It's okay. And um, I don't. I'm not trying to be rude, but um, where is um everything? It's just this sort of white mist. Well, listen. You you need you know how sometimes when you're trying to be when you're trying to create you need to clear off your desk no. you need to push everything aside uh-huh. and just kind of mm, no yeah find something else to do procrastinate mm. so you so you all right well time to sleep you, you cleared you okay you just cleared everything so it's just a, it's just a nice place oh uh, no distractions away from, yes wait no distractions that's right you're I like a bright it. one I I, a bright I, one, you. I I nestle down and go to sleep even though we're just short rest or whatever mm-hmm. what were you trying to create though if you're clearing everything to try and create something what were you trying to create yeah, whatever 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 you belo- whatever you like whatever you please i've got i've got all kinds of ideas i had this one about this uh teleport machine i mentioned that yeah. teleport machine i've got another one that's going to uh you know it's it's going to pull gold out of thin air you see <laughs> pure gold what what could you do with gold you could do anything you like you could buy stuff with it Right? That's true. That is one of the things you could do with gold. Yeah. yeah, you could. You like buying stuff? Yeah, you do. I can see it on your face. You like buying stuff. All right. There we go. Et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I would like to inspect this box before we walk away. Um, this, All right. You know, I know Ripraff's been sitting on it, but I just want to peek inside it and the area around just to see if there's anything non-us, like footsteps or anything, just kind ah, of mm-hmm. investigating all around. So I got a big whopping 15 uh, to do all of Great that. Roll. We're level 5, so that's... Yeah, yeah. <sighs> okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, you see, maybe you see some uh, footsteps that aren't, uh, that don't belong to the party, but they seem a little uh, older. They're not, you know, fresh, but there's, okay. there's like dust lining everything, and uh, there seems to be slightly less dust in footstep shapes okay. leading around, but n- not a lot. Are they humanoid style or like shoe, shoe? I mean, obviously not bird footsteps. They look to be about uh, the size of a suit of armor, maybe. Ah, okay, okay. Mm. All right, armor tracks, everyone. A- after your short rest, uh, everyone kind of re- regathers themselves, picks up all your equipment and everything, and uh, Harry Harry is uh, motioning towards the door, and he's like, all right, let's go, come on. Haven't got all day, haven't got all 
Probably got two years left in me. <laughs> That's a little joke. Uh, I, I stand up tall and, you know, I'm normally like five feet tall, but when I like really stretch out, you know, I can get upwards of like five, eight, something like that. And, uh, and you hear like popping and stuff like that around. Uh, uh, you hear like a little jingle of he, uh, Brip Rap has those uh, like copper bangles that old people wear because they have like magnets or something in them. Um, he has those on both of his wrists and, uh, he kind of like secures them. He's like, I can be quite, uh, st- uh, stealthy when I want to. So let me go up ahead and, or, um, um, bird friend. Is there anything I should be worried about? W- worried about what? what? What's there to be worried about now? Well, you are attacked by the, your statues. So if I open the door, oh, right, like the statues, dog? yes. Is it going to be like a dog or something? No, d- no, d- dogs, dogs. Are you mad? You having a laugh? Of course there's no dogs. I don't. What are we caught doing with a dog? My bird. I don't know anything that's happening, so it looks yeah, like well, we're in the clouds. So, <laughs> and you're a bird. Um, whatever, it was fine. Um, and yeah, I'm gonna, I'll, I'm gonna roll a stealth check. How about that? All right. Oh, a seventeen. Let's go. Oh, I have an advantage. Let's see if I do better than that. Oh, what's up? A uh, 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 twenty-three. Wow. All right, you are stealthy as balls. Rip-rap kind of like gets down and walk on his uh, uh, all fours, sort of. It looks probably like a horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This would be very scary to see. Yeah. Except the little jean shorts. <laughs> the jean shorts are not a horror movie. Those are sweet and juicy. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. that's what I mean. Amazing. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, I'm going to hang back. Uh, I'll go into also stealth, but disadvantage. Hmm. The back of his jean shorts say, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) So first roll, four. (laughs) Second roll, four. Oh, wow. (laughs) The perfect roll. All right. I get out a cowbell. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think we could use a tune right about now. (laughs) Well, if if Bright Fist is that stealthy, I'll start slowly walking a little behind. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Y'all want to go hobbit on this castle? I'm about to sing. <laughs> so uh, I'll say that as as you kind of are entering, there's a very large uh, entryway, a kind of hall, um, and at the at the far end of it, up at the very uh, top, there's a balcony uh, leading. And there's you know doorways leading off to other areas. And you see a figure uh, dressed in this dark. It's got this hood on. You can't see their face, and they kind of quickly step out of out of sight into like behind a doorway and i trip over an umbrella stand <laughs> i was like oh i'll say hello uh, uh i look back and i stage whisper something moved there's like a was what did i get a a general idea of how big is it is it is it a person sized bird is it a dog <laughs> Not a dog. Uh, it was uh, humanoid sized. It was about uh, maybe maybe six feet. So, so ah, there's a big guy in here. Is who's that? Should I keep going? Yeah, yeah. Just keep going. You're doing a great job. Just sneak up on it. I keep going. Probably just one of those sentries, isn't it? Mm, true. I, I I I keep on going. You're moving through uh, these hallways. You kind of are uh, being pointed to the direction you should go by by Harry the bird mm. who's telling you we should turn left up here yes is this the direction the we saw the movement of, of someone go no that was uh, up on a, a balcony on the other end so yeah and you're on the first level so it's um yeah 
He's not leading you in that direction. This is like haunting of Hill House. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so you're going through all these all these turns, and you're going up some staircases, and there's uh, there's you, you you hear footsteps at at certain points, and Harry tells you, um, wait, wait, hold on, and then makes everyone stop, and then there's some sentries that you can see kind of move past in a in a line, mm-hmm. and then as they go, he says, all right, we're good. And then, and then you go. What's the state of this? Is this castle like in good condition? Uh, it's funny you mention that because uh, it does seem to be uh, quite dilapidated. Hmm. There's a lot of, uh, as I mentioned, dust uh, over everything. There's yes. things seem to be in disrepair. It seems to be, uh, it, it, it seems like it would be abandoned except for all the sentries that are kind of wandering around. Right. Are there any uh, bird family portraits or anything <laughs> that would lead us to believe this is actually Harry's castle? Well, uh, you do find tapestries along the wall. Castles have tapestries. Yes, and uh, there are no birds to speak of. You do see um, you do see a lot of uh, humans, uh, a lot of humans. Uh, there seems to be um, there seems to be this family that you can kind of tell you, as you're stringing together that there's kind of like um, you know just this this human uh, family that uh, they seem to be very uh, nobles of some kind that have. Uh, that they're very frequently referenced. You see them popping up again and again. There's a lot of kids. Ooh. As you're moving through the castle, you begin seeing some strange abnormalities with the walls and the architecture. Uh, it almost looks as if two different buildings were smashed into each other. Mm. Uh, patches of the castle seem to be replaced with uh, that of something different. Uh, well, the castle seems to be made of stone and looks like traditional fantasy castle. Uh, this new style looks like it's uh, stained glass, maybe. Uh, and the flooring, too, takes on a strange new appearance, kind of like marble. Uh, and this, this new style, this glass, as you proceed through the castle, it kind of gets more and more prominent as you go. So it's kind of taking over the, uh, the stone structure of the castle. Hey Harry, uh, what's the deal with the? Yeah, that's that's my fault as well. That's you know, this uh, this machine when it when it first when it first powered on, or at least this new this new kind of uh, upgrade I was attempting to do with it. Uh, it 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 kind of it you know what it did? It brought this castle to my home is what it did, and uh, so now there's this I don't know where this castle came from, uh, but it does seem to be. Uh, it's definitely a bit annoying. It's it's kind of blocking all my favorite entrances. That is annoying. Was there anyone in it? Did you kill anyone? Uh, I I have not I have not seen anyone in it. No meat, no blood, brains, fingers. I haven't seen no meat, no blood, no. Nope. A couple fingers, but did it come from Drunkeros? A couple of fingers. Well, that, that was just a joke, just a bit of a joke. Having a laugh in it, uh, <laughs> lighten the mood. It's a bit tense. It's a bit dry. It's a bit dry. You know what I mean? Do I recognize on those pictures any, any anyone from the the photos? Uh, roll me a let's say a history check. Yeah, since learning that the castle came here, I want to know. Hey, that's a good one. But I rolled shitty. Twelve. <laughs> Twelve. You uh, you think that you might, uh, you know, remember uh, seeing these people before, but you couldn't place them. You're like, I, I definitely know at least the art style that uh, these tapestries were drawn. And maybe mm. you've seen maybe you've seen recreations of, of these tapestries in. You, you would get their cereal boxes and stuff like that. That's right. Yeah. I think I think that these this this castle probably came from uh, our place, our, our 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 world, our realm. Ugh, they're gonna be mad. Yeah. 
Well, good news. Uh, we're right. We're, we're right on top of it. Uh, behind this door is the uh, is is the machine. So we'll just uh, we'll just pop in. And there's you know, um, uh, it the door is is this uh, it's this new strange style. It's kind of like a, a, a thick glass door, and it's you know it's uh, not transparent. It's uh, is opaque. Wait, are you saying that Harry's castle? where he used his machine to accidentally bring things in, he is saying that this other side of the castle is where his machine is. Well, he's referencing that uh, this new strange style, this uh, glass that you're seeing, that's kind of his area, his home. Oh, I misunderstood. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Is it dusty? Uh, you don't see any dust anymore. Okay, so it. it's, clean on, it's clean in the stained glass side. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yep. Mystery solved. Oh, oh. All right. I poke that. I poke the handle, to see if anything happens, and then I wiggle the door and open it. Nothing. Nothing is quite. Nothing is quite happening. You do open the door. Uh, you're able to uh, push it open, and so inside the room, it's the walls are in this room. All of it is made. It's basically this. This entire room is this new structure. It's all made of this glass, and the uh, floor is that same marble-like stuff, except that it's actually transparent now. Hmm. Uh, you can see uh, below the room that you're in, and what you can see is clouds. Ooh. And in the center of the room is a complex mechanical structure uh, with uh, a globe in the center of it. And Harry uh, flies immediately over to it, and he starts kind of fiddling with uh, these controls. And he's he's kind of <laughs> with his beak. He's kind of messing with things. Like, yes, finally, Harry, Harry, we get to Harry, we get to put things right. What are you doing? Well, I'm gonna fi- I'm gonna fix it. I'm gonna turn it off. Yeah, like like you fixed it to get in trouble. Well, f- fixed, yeah, yeah, okay, fixed in in the colloquial sense of, of yes, but no, I'm gonna I'm gonna correct it. Why did you need us? There was nothing here. Yeah, it was really quiet. Well, we got lucky, didn't we? Good point. <laughs> Free job, am I right? And I, I I put my arm around um, flame down. Eight hundred gold. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, and you, and yeah, you'll 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 definitely get it. You'll definitely get it. And you start. I'm gonna just take some stuff out of here. Okay, so. Harry, just just for us, can you? How? What is it going to take for you to return things back? Because I know I'd heard about like missing buildings and things uh, happening. And I mean, there's a the part of this castle. How are we going to get this yeah. stuff back? Well, all I have to do is uh, just flip this switch here, and then flip that over there. And he's fiddling with all these controls, and suddenly I like look and, back. Like, are any of us smart enough to know if he's fucking up or just? <laughs> Well, I mean, I asked him if he was doing a good job, and he said that it was it was fine. <laughs> he seemed confident. If you were thinking ahead, and yeah. we didn't think that's so good for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Suddenly, an arrow flies past you all and slams into the controls, just barely missing Harry. Well, hell yeah. Get back, a voice calls out. Uh, you turn and you see a the hooded figure that you saw at the beginning mm. uh, standing in the doorway holding a bow with another arrow already ready to loose. I knew they were going to come up. I look at his hands holding the arrow. Do they look like they wrote a note? <laughs> they, they don't appear recently no written. <laughs> the bottom of their their the the pad of their thumb is like actually says like half the word statue on it. Like fuck it. <laughs> yeah, it's, ah, the game's up. Uh, they step forward into the room, uh, lowering the bow, and then they reach up and pull the hood back. And it's a man, uh, a little older, maybe in their early fifties. 
Uh, he's got longer hair, kind of unkempt, salt and pepper colored, um, dark facial hair. Uh, it's not that long. It's uh, not that short either. He kind of looks like the comic book version of Superman whenever he's kind of off, mm. uh, isolated by himself for a while. And yeah. he comes back and he's got this kind of beard. And he says, my name is King Tom Harper, <gasps> and this is my fucking castle. What? <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> wait, 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 wait a second. Was wasn't Harp like wasn't didn't Harper like die? Well, the the the, the dad died. Yeah, dad. This is the t- the Swedes dude. Oh, okay. <laughs> the little one. Oh, I I wouldn't know that. Yeah, this is his son. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you just, just a kid? <laughs> yeah, knowing that's been years. <laughs> and he says, "And you're gonna want to stand back from that bird, except that's no bird. That's the man that killed my father." And then he raises his hand, and you turn back and you see that the bird has actually transformed. Okay, I knew he wasn't a bird. I'm smart. He's now a man. Uh, who looks to be in his uh, maybe early 30s uh, with uh, feathered black hair, uh, kind of a leather jacket. Hell yeah. And with a lute on his back (laughs) that you may or may not recognize as the famous musician Jet Razor. Well... (laughs) I, I I honestly t- did not see that coming. Uh, but the the bird, so the bird is the jet, and jet is dead. My drink's empty. Yeah, very good. I see someone's taking notes. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Okay. So why a bird? That's hmm. <laughs> well, there is a there is of course more to the story. No, I felt like a solid ending with uh, everything wrapped up, all nice and tidy there. <sighs> yes, of course, the story can't uh, end with a with a big twist without uh, following up on it. Oh, oh, there's more. Good, yeah. So, were you like an adventurer there on the party? Tales from the Foaming Tankard Season 5 is dungeon mastered by Alex Vincent, a.k.a. Mr. Red, a.k.a. the Greetings Adventures Wiki Editor, at Mr. Red Plays on Twitter. Rip Rap is played by Tim Lanning, at Tim Lanning on Twitter. Bryfell is played by David Stewart, at Spudcam on Twitter. The Tales from the Foaming Tankard Season 5 special guests are from the Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Inaka Brightfist Mutaliaga is played by Carla Maxted. Frankie Flamedown is played by Russ Moore at Russ D. Moore on Twitter and at Dumb Dragoncast on both Twitter and TikTok. Bart the Bartender is played by Michael Tomorrow at Thrifty Nerd. Produced, edited, and music by Spudcam. For all the Patreon subscribers of At D&D Podcast, your support makes shows like this possible. Thank you. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. 
Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.